Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, my friends? It's your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily Boston Bruins podcast where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, December 23rd. We are two days from Christmas, and I hope you are all doing well as we approach this very unique holiday season uh, with COVID-19, social distancing, all the rest. I uh, hope you're hanging in there, making the best of it. And uh, hello, Ewan. Would you like to say hi? Hi. Well, what seems to be the problem right now? The internet's not working. Oh, sugar Christmas nuts. Let's see if we can fix that for you. Um, um, um okay, yep, yeah, let's, um, sorry folks, bear with me here while I try to fix the Wi-Fi on my kid's tablet. It's Christmas holidays. What are you watching, are you in? Spy Ninjas. Oh, very cool. All right, well, I uh, hope you enjoy that, and let's get back to the podcast, shall we? Let me remind you that the podcast is available any podcast platform you use, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher seem to be the big ones. Please do subscribe. Each new episode will be automatically uploaded to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also spread some holiday cheer and toss up a rating and a review, that would be so very much appreciated. If you're on social media, you can find the podcast at LO underscore Boston Bruins. And I also have started an Instagram account, which is Locked On Boston Bruins. You can find me, Ian McLaren, on both platforms at Ian C. McLaren. If you're tuning in for the first time, let me reintroduce myself. Um, My name is Ian, lifelong Bruins fan since the late 80s. Um... I have been hosting this podcast now for quite some time, over a year, and have been writing about the Bruins for about a decade, and have also worked as a hockey news editor at The Score, which is a mobile app based up here in Toronto, about an hour away from where I live in Guelph, Ontario. And uh, yeah, just very excited to bring you some daily Boston Bruins content. This will be the last podcast before Christmas. We'll be back with a a couple more next week. And then beginning January 4th, we will once again be a five-day-per-week podcast as the Boston Bruins gather for uh, training camp beginning that day. I should mention right off the top that there were some Bruins who participated in voluntary workouts yesterday at Warrior Ice Arena. And those players included Tuka Rask, who, as we all know, left the bubble to tend to a family emergency. Very great to see him back on the ice. And uh, if you saw the video that they shared, you saw him make a pretty wicked stick save as well. Other players who participated included uh, Carson Kuhlman, Charlie McAvoy, Trent Frederick, Sean Corrali, Jack Stanika, Brandon Carlo, Connor Clifton, Matt Grizzlick, and, of course, Tukarask, uh, Charlie McAvoy in the mix as well. I can't remember if I mentioned him. Anyways, some Bruins starting to trickle back onto the ice, 
in preparation for training camp, which will begin in, uh, yeah, early January. Today on the podcast, I'm joined by Court Lalonde. He was the former head of Bruins Diehards and uh, has become a, a good friend over the last couple of years. And it was great to catch up, talk about hockey, talk about life, and uh, yeah, just generally catch up. So excited to share that conversation here in a moment. Uh, but before we do, let's talk for a moment about Bet Online. If you're ready for hockey season, ready for NFL playoffs, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust for the best odds out there, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action with betonline.ag. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, I'm uh, joined once again on the podcast by Court Lalonde. Uh, he's been on the podcast before, uh, I think, yeah, well over a year ago now. We had a, a great chat about uh, Jake DeBrusque, who, who we might uh, touch on again here later. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for, for taking some time to to chat today, Court. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, g- given the time of the year, um, I'm guessing our houses with kids is going to be uh, extremely loud tomorrow. Yes, uh, even today it's already pretty loud and I've already had some internet issues this morning with, uh, you know, all these tablets going and kids watching uh, stuff on uh, Netflix. So uh, glad that we've got that sorted out and yeah, the next couple of days should be pretty crazy as well. But uh, yeah, I wanted to chat uh, just to yeah catch up, talk about some Bruins, uh, but let's start with just talking about how you're doing. I know there's been some, some changes in your life and uh, in terms of hockey coverage and shifting things around. So yeah, maybe start talking about that a little bit. How, how are things doing and what's the latest? Well, the, the good news is, um, well, I'll, I'll go back. Um, about six, seven months ago now, I uh, went and got an MRI done on my neck because I, I suffered a, a concussion a couple of years back. Um, that mm-hmm. is, plagued me day to day, um, mentally, everything, but uh, I'm getting through it. I go to physiotherapy. I, I do all those things. Well, during the MRI, they, they told me some good news. They said, you know, your spine is actually straightening. Um, but unfortunately we found a three and a half centimeter tumor on your thyroid. So Oof. when you get one of those calls, you know, they're not fun. Um, so that was about seven months ago. I started having to do testing and so on and so forth. The first biopsy they did on me, uh, came back undetermined. So it was very disappointing. They, they told me that we could do another one or we can have the surgery. So the doctor recommended we do another one, especially with COVID. Um, they're trying to limit getting us into the hospital. So on right. they did another biopsy and the results came back undetermined again. Uh, and I got the call on that on my birthday this year. Oh, jeepers. They told me we need to have you come in. Uh, we're going to remove it. So the severity, the, the seriousness of it, that they got me in. I was in at the hospital in November, the second week of November. I got the call on October 26th. They got me in within two weeks. Um, wow. The surgery, they removed 70% of my right thyroid. 
Um, but the good news is, on Thursday of last week, I got the call that um, there was no cancer to be found. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah. So during all this, I've, you know, it happens to everybody. A lot of things change in your life. Uh, first, when I got the concussion, I changed a lot of things about how I act and how I do things. Um, just based on, you know, perception of what I felt in my life. And then when this this arose, it was... Um, it was difficult for me to enjoy things um, during even the playoffs. Um, I had a hard time even caring watching hockey. Yeah. Um, enjoying it. Uh, it. It felt like work, especially the stuff over at diehards. I, I, I enjoyed every minute of it with Nick and Cray and, and Colin and, and Spencer on the leadership team and, and all the writing staff and doing the podcast with John and Nick. I had, I had a great time, but it, it did take up a lot of my time. Um, so it, it just became a choice I had to make that, I had to step away. Um, even though I've been told that I am clean, I, the things that I've changed in my life and the more time I spend with my daughter, I, I don't want to go back to what I was. Um, I, I wouldn't mind for the first year ever in the last, sorry, in the last couple of years to watch hockey and just enjoy it again. Yeah. Um, not have to stay up late to watch these late games and analyze the game. <laughs> just to enjoy it. Um, no, I, it's going to be a change. I'm, I'm doing a, another podcast now, but it's it's with two other fathers that are actually Bruins fans. Um, uh, Greg from who used to be on Days of Yore and uh, Waba Plays, who's a, a Twitch streamer that does uh, uh, NHL game uh, for EA Sports. Um, we we do a co- podcast called Three Dads in a Console where we we work around our schedules. There's no set date where we release it. We just do it based on when we have time, and we we do talk a little hockey, but more video games, and we just talk about some stuff that we do and do with our kids and play video games at the same time, like talking about being a parent and how everything changes for you. Um, yeah. It's just something different. It's something I'm enjoying. Um, I'm, I'm getting a lot out of it and I get to talk about my daughter a lot on it, which is something I like doing. Very cool. Yeah. I, uh, I've known Greg for, for quite some time. He was probably one of the first people that I followed in, in Bruins Twitter back in the day and, and always loved the days of your content and, and hoping to have him on here one day as well. But um, yeah, you know, so glad to hear that, that everything uh, is well and that, and that things worked out. I know. Yeah. It's definitely scary to have to, to go through that and uh, was wishing you, wishing you the best all throughout and yeah, totally, totally understand kind of shifting priorities and also just kind of wanting hockey to be, uh, a joy and not a burden and uh yeah well you know Bruins fans greatly benefited from all the stuff that that you did at Bruins diehards and that site's still growing strong and and most important is is that you're doing well and and that's what matters the most so that's uh that's fantastic to hear for sure yeah I made a lot of great friends over there I'm still friends with them I I I, I even even Carolyn and Paul Mara who I can call very good friends from the Boston Pride and and that's the other thing. I I can't wait. the The Boston Pride games are going to be televised in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. I watch some hockey with my daughter, and just watch hockey and cheer them on. Uh, and she's excited to watch it. Um, that's where my focus has gone. Uh, it's gone to uh, my family, and and that's a good thing. I it's not that I wasn't focused there before, but I'm I'm putting more of a focus on it than I ever have. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's really great. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited about. But uh, watching the Pride as well, Carolyn was on the podcast last week and, and I got really pumped up about just how 
exciting it's going to be for them to be in that bubble and now that we'll be able to watch it on tv that's uh even more exciting so uh yeah it's it's going to be great and and the partnership that diehards had with the pride was yeah really really forward thinking and really uh really inspiring and and more people should be getting into the nwhl and what they're doing there and now we have a team up here that uh, just adds to to the excitement as well. So altogether, it's it's pretty exciting times for for women's hockey. Yeah, I, I can't wait for when we can finally go to games when the Pride are here. My daughter's gonna be wearing a jersey cheering against the, uh, the Toronto Six because that's just what we do in our family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a bit of back and forth with Carolyn about uh, pledging allegiance to the Pride or, or actually. Uh, choosing to root for a Toronto based hockey team for once, but uh, I, I don't know if I can do it. Yeah. It, it's too tough. The, yeah. it's, I, I'm a Bruins fan and as much as Leaf fans, they, you know, they deserve some stuff. They just, they just make it so hard on me for, to cheer for them or even. have Yeah, any. yeah for sure. I guess just this morning they, they announced too the OHL season is going to be uh, put on pause indefinitely with these new lockdowns that, we have up here in uh, in Ontario, which is really disappointing. I, I always love to go down to the the Sleeman Center here in Guelph and watch the Storm play. And uh, yeah, hopefully they're able to get some season in this year. But um, maybe that's uh, kind of what Don Sweeney was thinking when he drafted all these U.S.-based players uh, back in October. Didn't have to worry about any WHL or sorry any. Canadian Hockey League shutdowns. He can just uh, watch his players do their thing south of the border where things are a bit more open, I guess. Yeah, well, we'll use the word relaxed, maybe. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm all for it, and I, and I totally get it. These kids, mm-hmm. some of them are school. It, it's impossible. With the NHL players, they can confine them. These kids still have to do school, and I guess they're not going to class. Well, we'll, we'll see if they, these kids all go back after this January 24th date, they said, right? Um, yeah. I, my guess is no, but that's just my guess out there. But I totally get it. And and the good news is we got to watch some World Juniors yesterday. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Dominic Triano, he he put out a tweet, Tiano, and uh, put that there was hockey on. And I was like, oh, my God. And I threw on TSN. I'm like, there actually is hockey on TV. It was yeah. it was great to watch. And World Juniors to me is is fantastic. And I feel bad for the Bruins pick, Johnny Beecher. He, he can't yeah. play. That's positive for COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it was really tough to see. There are a couple prospects there, I guess, but not as highly touted as him, but still a couple guys that we can keep an eye on at least. And uh, yeah, some other uh, some other entertaining players that the Bruins have maybe passed on, but still, uh, yeah, World Juniors is always fun to watch it, and hopefully they can they can at least stay safe while while doing it for sure. I, I would think where where they are, and because with the hotel being attached to the rink in Edmonton. Um... Uh, saying staying safe i guess it's relatively safe we'll use um, yeah it is what it is where i live i live in northern ontario um there's not many cases out here we we all i still wear a mask i still don't change what i'm gonna do but uh i'm lucky let's just say yeah yeah for, for sure yeah Anybody else but i'm lucky where i live Built Bar is quite simply the best tasting protein bar available. It comes in 18 amazing flavors, including six new ones like caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. There are some 
nut and non-nut flavors, but each is gluten-free, covered in 100% chocolate, soft, and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Right now, you can go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Yeah, I'm a bit... I don't know, it's tough. It seems like it's all concentrated around Toronto, so there's still some questions about whether the Leafs will be able to play at home. The further you get outside of the, the city, the better off you are, but uh, it's, yeah, not great even in my town. About an hour west of Toronto, things are, are climbing up, and it's really uh, really disappointing to see, but yeah, we're going to have hockey at least, and um, beyond the World Juniors, I was very excited yesterday to see some ruins back on the ice. The team tweeted out kind of some voluntary practice videos. Uh, first of all, it was amazing to see Tuka Rask out there, and hopefully that uh, puts to bed any um, speculation about his standing with the team, although there obviously were some people out there making jokes about, oh, how long is he going to be around? But um yeah, for me, it was really cool to see him out there. And uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on kind of the Bruins starting to gather and an NHL season ramping up here? I I was excited. I saw I saw the tweet, and then everybody started going off. And you see Tuca, and you see the video of him going up. And he's doing some drills. He, he makes a nice little save. Um, to me, he he made the decision that was right for him, and I'll, I'm never going to question it. Um, yeah. When I saw him leave the bubble, did I think that? That's it. Like as much as people think Halak can step in for Tuca, what Tuca did the year before in the playoffs was the only reason they got to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, so totally. I totally felt like it was over, but at the same time, I also was so disinterested and so focused on what was going on in my life that yeah, it, it just I didn't really care. But now that I see hockey again, I'm excited to watch hockey again. Um, yeah. Looking forward to it. Um, I'm excited as a Canadian to see how this Canadian division works out. Um, mm-hmm, yeah, but I'm also excited to see what the Bruins can do with the the pickup with Smith and and possibly some other pickups that I'm sure we'll talk about. And they got all the guys coming back and hopefully Chara. I I think this team's going to be great. Um, I am concerned with Pasta being out for some considerable time at the beginning, especially with a yeah. short. Especially with, I look at the division the Bruins are in. I, it's the Legion of Doom. It's crazy. Like, it's by far the toughest division. By far. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Um, they they play some teams that are young and fast, like Philadelphia Flyers. I think they they're gonna they're gonna change some minds. I know they did it near the playoffs, but they're gonna in a shortened season with that team. They're gonna be hard to beat. Um. The team that I think that won't be as good as everybody thinks it's going to be is the Washington Capitals. Um, they don't have Brayton Holpe this year. Um, they're a hard-hitting team, but they're going to have to play teams like the Bruins and, and the Islanders and everybody. They're going to and the Rangers. They're going to play them all ten times, right? Yeah, ten times each. It's going to be a battle. Uh, Holpe used to be the kryptonite. Hopefully that changes and yeah. the off the floor. But you, these teams are not going to be pushovers. Mm-hmm. easy game out there um i think the bruins are up for the task they're they're young they got some speed they got some veterans on this sleep this team um 
the line of Kasha Smith and, and Krejci, I think, is going to turn some heads this year. Um, but it looks like Smith, I guess, is going to be up with, uh, with Bergeron and Marchand, technically, when you look at the depth chart, with no pass yeah. there. Um, yeah, hopefully, true. possibly pick up Mike Hoffman. Um, if they do, I think it solidifies their forward core. Um, my my gut feeling is Char is coming back. So he's your third pair lefty. So there, there's your defense. Um, your defense is set. I think it's a great defense. Um, it looks like um, Jack Stagnica will be on that what, taxi squad, they're calling it. Yeah, probably, yeah. I think we will see him. Uh, I know the organization wants him at center. People can say whatever they want and throw it, you know, put him on the right side. Sure, he'll go out there and play right, but the future Jack Stagnica will be the centerman. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah, what I, I agree with that. If this wasn't a shortened season, I could honestly see him be down in Providence just to start the season, just so he can get power play time. He can learn the system uh, and, and get more ice time. But with the way the season is going to progress, that's the only reason I truly believe that he's up with the Bruins. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned, um, you mentioned Mike Hoffman there as a possibility. He, he remains unsigned. Um, if, yeah, you mentioned what Pasternak will be out for about a month to start the season, but if they can add uh, Hoffman somehow, you have a top nine of Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak, uh, Hoffman, Krejci, Kasha, for example, and then DeBrusque, uh, Coyle, and Smith. That I'd, I would be hard-pressed to find a better top nine anywhere else around around the NHL that would be ridiculous to have to have that amount of firepower up front um and yeah I think we talked about it last time you were on about Jake DeBrusque he had been in and out of the lineup bumped down a bit uh if he can get a full season on the a third line kind of sheltered that way playing with coil he could be due for a, a pretty big breakout in my in my mind Oh, no doubt. Coyle is, um, I would say, the best third-line center in the league. Yeah, exa- yeah, totally. He, uh, we can look at what's going to happen in the future, the odds of David Krejci coming back, so on and so forth. Coyle is going to be your second-line center. and Yeah. Jack Stednika moves into the third line there, and, and uh, it's still God pretty forbid. good down the middle. Ron gets hurt, and then you're, you're doing what you got to do, but... It does. If they could bring in a guy like Hoffman, um, as much as his off-ice antics in the past um, worry me yeah. and probably the Bruins, considering the way they, they bring in players and let players go based on stuff like that, um, they would have the toughest, tough nine in their division. Top mm-hmm. nine. Yeah. So, a guy like Craig Smith, the fans are going to love him. He can yeah. do both ends of the ice. Uh, he's tough in the corners. He's got a decent shot, and he's got some great foot speed that he can he can break by guys. So, the this team, man, like I'm really mm-hmm. to see some hockey and, and see what they can do. I, I I truly believe that Kasha is a lot better than people think. Yeah, me too. The fan base is is going to judge him the way they want to judge him, and that's their prerogative. But with a with a full season under his belt and some more time and some more reps and uh, not coming into camp looking like a guy playing men's league hockey um i think he's going to be that guy that we all wanted him to be mm-hmm. he will be that second line right winger that that Krejci wanted if it doesn't work out you can always throw smith in there and see if smith works yeah they have the options here 
Um, I'm excited. I, I, I truly believe Tuka Rask is going to have a come back and, and be that guy that he always has been. Um, the fan base, some of the fan base can say what they want, but the, once again, that's their opinion. Yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is he's one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yep. We're, we're lucky enough to be here in the Toronto area that we get a lot more hockey and we, a lot, lot less, um, clickbait media hockey, if you know what I mean? Like a lot looking for a headline when they always talk about Tuka Rask, it's always in the, in the light of why doesn't the fan base like him or why is the media always on him? It's, it's hilarious how we see it differently. Yeah, 100%. You mentioned um, Chara, and yeah, that's obviously one of the big questions right now. Um, I kind of agree with you, leaning towards him coming back. Uh, limited role, third-pair defenseman. Uh, it looks like it'll be Grizzlick and McAvoy at the top, and then Brandon Carlo right side maybe with I don't know, Jacobs Borrell or Jeremy Lozon, um, Chara maybe rotating in and out with with uh, Clifton and, and Kevin Miller. How do you see the, the defense pairing shaking out if Chara it does indeed come back? Yeah, I I think you got I think it I think it would be Lozon that gets that second pair. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it works out. Um but you do have a guy like Clifton that you know he can play good minutes, he he can play fast. Um, I, I do see them rotating in and out because you're going to be playing these teams. You're going to get used to playing these teams and know who yeah. works. Um, you know, Lozon played some great games last year, but for some reason when they played Philly, I was like, geez. It was the one time I saw some weaknesses in his game. Um, right. Didn't look that comfortable on the ice. Um, Philly plays a, a fast-paced game. And, and when you're playing a team like Washington, I'm sure you're going to want a guy like Char out there. And, and Char can be your PK guy. You yeah. know, he's he's... He's two and a half players out there with his stick. So Char can get his minutes on that third pair. He can go out the way he wants to go out. Because uh, I do believe if he does come back, this is it. I, yeah. You know, Char's the same age as my brother, and that's not young. <laughs> I'm not young, but um, I, I hope he comes back. Uh, and I and I hope the Bruins have a very successful season. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Do I think it's going to be tough? Yes. And I, and I truly believe that it's going to be a detriment to them, that it's going to help them that they have such a tough division compared to others. Like I look at what Tampa's up against. I'm like, well, how much there? So um, let's, let's see what happens. I'm just happy hockey's back. And and I hope, I hope that everybody stays safe. Yeah, for sure. That's the main thing for sure. Yeah, I see. I see Chara. Yeah, doing that penalty killing role. I see him as a a guy who's out there in the last couple minutes. If if the opposing team kind of pulls the goalie and you have that kind of situation, uh, and then obviously his his leadership uh, in the room is is invaluable as well. So I, I really think it will come together. And uh, yeah, if if they can re-sign Chara and add Hoffman. You mentioned uh, Dominic Tiano. He had a, a pretty good piece the other day about how they could make all this happen, um, and that would be um, altogether a, a really successful offseason for for Don Sweeney, in my mind. Yeah, if, if anybody wants to know someone who's got information that um, is very reliable on Bruins Twitter, follow Dominic. Um, yeah, for sure. Follow Anthony Katowski over at Bru- uh, Bruins Network and, yep. and read. 
Duthie and um, Kirk uh, uh, Ludicky. Um, those guys, if you look, they seem to be right more times than they're not. So yeah, I know we all follow who we follow. But if you and I and I know people question Dominic sometimes, which it it shocks me. But um, <laughs> those guys are technically uh, those are the Bruins insiders. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I trust them more than that. Are great guys as well. But yep. I, towards the you know. Those, those other two that everybody seems to think are insiders when 100 percent, yeah well uh yeah before i let you go uh and again thanks thanks for jumping on it and thanks for yeah being open with with uh what what you've been up to and what you've been going through this year i know the holidays will be a bit tough but do you have uh plans plans with the family and uh do you have any anything lined up to to keep you guys busy stuff you're you're playing video games or planning to watch or anything like that? Well, I'm 100% going to be watching World Juniors. Um, yeah. It's just, oh, I'm so excited. I can watch hockey every day for the next couple of days. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah, my daughter and I have been finishing the Paw Patrol game on the Xbox. Very so nice. Um, my parents live in Durham, so I am actually able to go see them tomorrow. Oh, um, nice. We have kept a small bubble of just my parents and my wife's parents. Um, the whole time, we haven't seen anybody else. It is what it is. We, we see yep. people, calls, but even that, let's be real, is 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 becoming work at itself because we do it so much for work that when you do Zoom calls now, it's like ah, just it doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah, I can't wait to see friends, but uh, for now, yeah, I'm I'm gonna see my parents on Christmas Eve, um, and then and then we'll go from there. Um, I'll be more than happy. I I, I kind of my wife and I went overboard this year for my daughter for Christmas, so. She's, <laughs> lot of presents and i think i'm not the only one i think there's a lot of parents out there that overcompensated for christmas this year for mental yeah, health for sure. to see their to see their smiles um but yeah i i'm excited to spend christmas my daughter's only four so this year has been amazing uh everything to her is awesome santa everything about christmas is is the best so it's it's gonna be great it really is uh, i saw your tweet though um to the UPS yeah. driver. Uh, yeah. You so I ordered I ordered something for uh for my wife which arrived this morning and the, the UPS guy pulls up my kids playing with his friend on the porch. He asks what is it and uh the UPS guy jokingly said it was a PS5 which which it definitely was not. Uh but thankfully my kid uh, kind of took it uh, tongue in cheek but yeah there are no PS5s under archery this year. Uh, still rocking that that PS4 that uh, actually won at a Christmas party when I was working at the score, which was uh, which was a nice bonus. So, yeah, UPS guy, uh, kind of trying to be funny, uh, but uh, ho- good thing my kid wasn't too put off by it. Never expecting that it was a PS5. <laughs> yeah, because like with what's going, like I I will say I was lucky enough to get one. Um, I did sell my hockey card collection to support. Oh said- wow. Yeah, I sold a bunch. I sold my PS4. I sold my Switch to a cousin of mine. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky enough to get a PS5. But as a console adopter, my PS5 has to go back. It sounds like a jet engine. It crashes. Oh, really? It is. But it's, I have a, what we call in in the, it's, it's called they send you the coffin to put the PS5 in to send it back. Right, right. But I also, once again, I, I was where I live out here north. There's not many people going to my source to pick up consoles, so I was even able to get the Xbox as well. So, oh wow, 
Yeah. Very cool. Once again, like I said, financially able to do this by selling my childhood hockey. <laughs> <laughs> of your dad, one of your dad's cards wasn't in there. No, that will never happen. I've got all that. <laughs> I've got. Uh, I've been trying to trying to find my cousin's hockey card, but he never had one. But uh, right. It is what it is, but uh, yeah, I got I got both of those, but I, I sold a lot. I throw it on eBay. Yeah. I, I learned yep. this whole process with the the tumor. You can't take stuff with you, so yeah, exactly. Collecting yeah. pieces of cardboard for sure, and then that's a great way to to wrap things up here. Uh, again, thank you so much for taking some time to chat and uh, remind people where. They can find you and the name of uh, the new podcast as well. Well, I'll, I'll still be on Twitter. Uh, that's yep. where you can support Lalonde. Um, talking hockey. I will be talking hockey. But um, if you do enjoy um, a video games perspective from uh, three three dads, uh, the podcast is called Three Dads and a Console. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, um, any any podcatcher. Um, and, and we even have a Twitter handle. We just talk about games in the perspective of uh, guys who can't play it. There's a saying in the video game people say all the time is old game is old. Well, old game isn't old if you haven't played it yet. Yeah, right. Yeah, true. It's all. It's always new if you haven't experienced it yet. Exactly. Very cool, Court. Well, thanks again so much for taking us some time and uh, all the best over the holidays. And we'll definitely catch up again once uh, hockey's back to, to talk actual Bruins hockey. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Thank you. And uh, have yourself a great holiday. Um, enjoy your time with your family.